When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. on the San Francisco 49ers report no matter where you are how you're tuned in thank you so much for making the show a part of your victory Monday so much to get to on the program here today we're going to go over some 49ers winners and losers against the Pittsburgh Steelers we're going to preview this game against the Los Angeles Rams take your questions and pass along all of the best Niners analysis after what was a really impressive win to start the season for San Francisco. So for all of you who are here, you're going to be informed today. You're going to be entertained. And we're going to give you the best Niners content live here on YouTube. We did put out a video a little bit earlier. It is scorching hot. But even more content coming your way. You can call, call us the content daddy. So if you're pumped up about this win for San Francisco, I want you to type me down in the chat. 125 people already watching live, and the official show hasn't even started. Who's pumped up about that dub yesterday? Let's start to give you some shout-outs here in the chat. John Wallace, Elam, Cameron, Killahuna, Trent Trent, Gump Wolf, Lore, Tom Daly, Night Wonder, Harold, ABQs, Dave Zobel, James Clayton, Dylan, BK from the Bay. I saw Honcho in there a little bit earlier. We have winter is coming. Christian Burton, our guy, once again, one of our Super Chat MVPs yesterday. 16 Bar King, the OG, is hanging out. Wet new to 187. I'm sure you're taking some victory laps in the Pacific Northwest after the Seahawks got drubbed by the Los Angeles Rams. Thomas B., yo, what's cracking? Thomas, good to have you here again. The Shade J, Aaron Magana, Gump Wolf. SIC12052, Eric Knight from the ATL, Don Jam Tall, Killahunter Ray, everybody's here. All of the 49ers report real ones kicking it in the building. We want to welcome a brand new sponsor aboard the San Francisco 49ers report. It is game time. It's pretty incredible to see how much this channel has been able to grow since I took over a couple of seasons ago as I'm entering year three as the host of the San Francisco 49ers report. And when we grow like this, it's a testament and it's a credit to all of the support that you give us. But when so many eyeballs are on our channels across the board here at Chat Sports, we're able to welcome some fantastic sponsors on board. And that does include Game Time, the only app that you should be using if you're looking for last minute tickets. And it's not just for sporting events. You can find tickets to every single Niners game this year as evidence to my right. But if you're like me and you like going to concerts, you like going to comedy shows, you like just having fun while you have some time off, best seats, lowest price guaranteed with game time. And what's cool about this app, prices drop as the event gets closer, lowest price guaranteed. I also really like the user interface of this app. For instance, 
If you're looking at the Niners season opener against the New York Giants, you can see here at Levi Stadium the vantage point that you'll get from where you'll be sitting, but also the price point. And here's the best deal of this all. If you use the promo code NINERSCHAT, you actually get $20 off your purchase. That is the promo code NINERSCHAT, you get $20 off your purchase. We know that tickets to some of these sporting events can be very expensive, but we're here to help you. We're here to help you save some money. We're going to put that link in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. It's game time, making the 49ers report possible today. And I'm going to put that link in the chat right now. Really appreciate them hopping on board here on the San Francisco 49ers report. Absolutely awesome to have them here. And again, thanks to all of you for supporting the show and watching the program because great sponsors like this would not come here to Chat Sports if it wasn't for all of your support. So as for what we're getting into on today's show, a lot of people getting that notification starting to pile in. We're going to do some winners and losers for the Niners. After that drubbing against the Steelers, final score 30-7, to a lot to discuss on that front. We're going to preview this Week 2 game against the Los Angeles Rams, otherwise known as the Los Angeles Lambs. It's going to be at SoFi Stadium. So that's Levi Stadium South, a lot of scarlet red going to be taking over that building on Sunday afternoon. We'll be doing another watch party for that matchup as well. I also want to take your questions here on the show. Use hashtag 49ers, better yet, Super Chat. A little bit ago, put out a video with a lot of my thoughts following the game yesterday. Let some things marinate last night into today. Wanted to pass along some observations and takeaways and really talk about that game in further detail. So did that. Of course, continue to hang out with us for our live show on this Victory Monday. But after the show, in case you missed it, more content for you to take in. If you want to get on the program here today, you know the deal couple of ways for you to get involved. Use the hashtag 49ers, better yet, Super Chat. We'll be doing a mailbag as well, taking all of your questions. So if you want to get your questions or your hot takes, your analysis featured on the show first, send in a Super Chat. You'll be able to uh, get those questions answered first. And we have a new Super Chat special here on the 49ers Report today. Anybody who sends in a Super Chat of $10 or more, your name is going on our brand new hard hat. And without further ado, it's pretty fitting that Mike Hancho is the first one to crack the code. $10 Super Chat, Victory Monday, bang, bang, Niner Gang. And with that, one of our original real ones in Mike Concho will get our first gold sticker. And he is going to go on our brand new 49ers report San Francisco 49ers hard hat. If you remember last year, we had one of these. It went to Rick Nyers. Now it's Huncho, who's the first one who gets a gold star. Get in the game first. You send in a super chat, $10 or more, all throughout the live show today, and we will get you on that hard hat. One of our segments for today, 49ers winners and losers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Brandon Ayuk, a clear winner. There is a reason why this player here is getting kicked in the chin. Who is it? Let me know with your guesses down in the comments section, and maybe you got that right. 170 people watching live. If you're ready to start the official show, I want you to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video. Everybody who's watching right now, 
Show us some love. If we want more people in here, we need more likes. We should be able to get to 100 likes by the time we start this program with seven, uh, 170 people currently kicking it with us. Can we get to 100 likes before we start the show? I'm going to give y'all a minute clock here. I'm going to give you a minute clock to see if we can get to that number. Here you go. Can we get to 100 likes in one minute? Faithful. Show up, show out, and show me that you're a real one. Christian Burton, once again, he was crushing it yesterday. With the support of the show, we certainly appreciate it. It got crazy with auctioning away our 49ers helmet, but Christian Burton was certainly one of the Super Chat MVPs yesterday. Let's give him an L3, Trace, if we can. Christian Burton, Super Chat MVP, or at least Christian Burton, one of our real ones, and he's also sending in that $10 Super Chat, so he gets a gold sticker, and it's pretty fitting that Christian is also going to go on the Niners hard hat. We're up to 190 people watching live. Mutt Flatulence with the $10 Super Chat as well. Mutt is going to go on the hard hat. That's awesome stuff. So we're going to put an MF because MF is in this mother effort. Mutt Flatulence with this one. The haters are out in full force. Do you think that Brock Purdy is legit? We'll talk more about Purdy coming up here in just a couple of minutes, actually, because I do want to discuss him with our first segment. Shout out to a real one, Christian Burton right there. Money man Christian. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, Mutt Flatulence, I think the Purdy is legit, man. I mean, he's 8-0 and in games that he started and finished. And yesterday, he was one of the highest-rated quarterbacks in the NFL. So with what he's been able to do so far, how can you not be impressed with his body of work up to this point? Almost 200 people watching live. We're up to 81 likes. We did it for Terrell Owens. What a catch he had back in the day from Steve Young. Let's get to 100 likes before we start the show here. Just surpass that minute clock. Winner is coming with the $5 Super Chat. And because you're a first-time Super Chatter, you're going to go on the hard hat as well. Let's do this. $10 or more. Or I want to encourage some first-time Super Chatters out there. If you send in a first-time donation, you're going on the hard hat as well. So winner is coming. You get a gold sticker. And thank you so much for your support of the show. We're up to 84 likes. Winner is coming. What was the question, Trizzy? Winner is coming asked if Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw are the best linebacker duo ever. I won't say the best ever. I mean, sir, for San Francisco, they have Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. Their body of work was a little bit longer and really impressive. Fred Warner might be better than Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. I know it's really, really close, and that's probably a great debate to have among the faithful. Dre Greenlaw has been really, really good to start his career, and he's really come on really the last year and a half or so heading into this year. He's a fantastic linebacker, and I love the way that Greenlaw and Warner play. Sideline to sideline speed. They had that vertical speed to cover the pass game up and down the seam, up and down the numbers, and they let you know that they're on the field, and they're, they're going to let you know that you're going to have a really long day if you come across the middle because they're not afraid to punch you in the teeth. James Clayton with the first-time Super Chatter. So he's also going to go on the hard hat as well. Again, $10 or more. Or if you're a first-time Super Chatter of the show, 
you're also going on the hard hat. So James Clayton, as well as winter is coming, they are first time super chatters. Two claps for the real ones. Appreciate you. All right, if you're ready to start the show, let's make some noise. Come on. It's a victory Monday. Everybody's got to be pumped up out there. I want to see everybody hitting that thumbs up icon and liking the video. And if you want more people to come in here and you want this show to grab even more eyeballs, hit that thumbs up icon like the video. Right now, I think that we could get to 100 likes before we even start our first segment. 213 people already hanging out here with us. We're 11 likes away from 200. Should I start doing jumping jacks until we get to 100? We're six likes away from 100. Where are the real ones at? Smash that thumbs up icon, like the video. Now we're five likes away. We're getting a workout in. The Niners were putting in work yesterday, so were we. That's what we're about to do right now. 100 likes, bang, bang, Niner gang. The official show starts right now. Don't you dare go anywhere. Three segments on the docket starting right now. Welcome into the show. This is the San Francisco 49ers Report. I'm Chase Senior. No matter where you are or how you're tuned in, we appreciate you for making today's show a part of your day. As for what we're getting into on the program here today, Niners winners and losers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We know that Brandon Ayuk was balling out. Let's go, Brandon. But there's a reason why this player right here is getting kicked in the chin by Brandon Ayuk because yesterday he was kicked in the chin by T.J. Watt. Before we get started, today's burning question, in which I want to hear from you down in the comments section is this, who is your biggest winner and who is your biggest loser against the Steelers on Sunday? Drop me a name down below in the comments section. We start off with our Niners winners because San Francisco with a dominant performance against the Steelers. How can you not be positive and go glass half full here? Drake Jackson was straight up sensational against Pittsburgh. Really liked the way that he came out. He heard everybody out there saying, John Lynch, you cleared up $41.5 million. San Francisco has the most cap space by far in the NFL. Why don't you trade for Brian Burns? Well, Drake Jackson said to the entire faithful, to the entire organization, you know what? There's a reason why you took me in the second round two drafts ago, three sacks, that matched his total from his entire rookie campaign. He ran out of energy at the end of his first year last year. That's why he was inactive for several games to end the season. He didn't run out of energy yesterday. A lot of hurries, very active, five pressures, and an overall pro football focus grade of 82.3. All offseason, we've talked about the fact that Drake Jackson and Cleland Furl need to give Nick Bosa some help on the other side of that defensive line of scrimmage because Nick Bosa can't afford to get double teamed time and time again. And if he does, you have to take advantage of those one-on-one -on -one opportunities. Drake Jackson did that. It was also a byproduct of the interior defensive lineman for the Niners playing really well as Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave had a couple of hockey assists, but still Drake Jackson loved what I saw in week one. Winner number two, Brock Purdy. He is now 8-0 in games that he has started and finished in the National Football League, and he's putting together a pretty historic start to begin his NFL career. How about this from Adam Schefter? Brock Purdy, 
first quarterback in NFL history to win each of his first six career regular season starts and throw at least two touchdown passes in each of those starts. Purdy also is the first quarterback in NFL history with a passer rating of 95 or higher in each of his first six career regular season starts. There are a lot of people out there who want to say, Brock Purdy can't throw it. He's a dink and dunk passer. He's proving that he can carry the load for Kyle Shanahan's offense and he can get the job done with this aerial attack. 19-29 against Pittsburgh. The Steelers enter the season with the expectation that they're going to have a really, really good season. 220 yards for Purdy, 7.5 yards per catch, two touchdowns, no picks. Led the NFL in quarterback rating at 111.3 going into Monday Night Football. And we'll, of course, see what Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers can do in primetime on Monday night to round out week one. What I also really like about what Purdy was able to accomplish is how he was able to spread the football around. And he was able to throw different passes at different levels vertically, first level, intermediate level, some of those long balls, but also spread the football around from sideline to sideline. You look at his spray chart with where he was able to disperse the football, and you see those short, intermediate, and long routes, and then a couple of those long plays. None better than this throw to Brandon Ayuk from 19 yards out for his second touchdown of the day, a great back shoulder ball in which he threw it with touch, anticipation, accuracy. Sometimes you have to throw those 50-50 balls, let your guy go get it. Brandon Ike was able to do that, and it was even better that he did it against Patrick Peterson. Purdy among all quarterbacks in week one going into Monday Night Football. Number one in QBR, number three in passer rating, number six in EPA per play. That's expected points added per play. That is the war version of football pretty much. Wins above replacement. Translation, Purdy was pretty damn good against a defense that a lot of people expect to be one of the best in the NFL. Winner number three, let's give credit where credit is due, Cleveland Furl. He was one of the defensive ends among the bevy of defensive linemen who played really well against the Pittsburgh Steelers and dominated that Steelers offensive line. Now, the Steelers offensive line does have a lot of questions, but Cleveland Furl in his career has been a big question. But this is the latest Chris Kosarek project. And I literally called it at the time. Chris Kosarek's been able to maximize so many defensive linemen throughout his career, especially some of these cast-offs like Charles Amenehu or Arden Key or Kerry Hyder Jr. Cleland Furl is the next iteration of that. And in his debut with the Niners, I tweeted this out on Twitter or X. Give me a follow at Chase underscore senior. Two quarterback pressures, two quarterback hits, two tackles, two stops, and a pro football focus grade of 84.5. And the best news about this is the Raiders' trash has turned into the Niners' gold. No pun intended, but kind of pun intended. Winner number four, Christian McCaffrey. Best back in the NFL in week one. Did it through the air, but mostly this was a game in which the identity of it for Christian McCaffrey was him running the football. 22 carries for 152 yards. That led all RBs in yards rushing in week one. Yards per carry, very good tally at 6.9. Very nice. One touchdown, it spans 65 yards, and that touchdown run, as good as it gets. 
the spin move and how quickly he was able to spin off that defender and the elusiveness on that run, but also the power, breaking tackles, the getaway speed, the patience, the vision, all of that is what makes Christian McCaffrey a really special player. And then the deep dive analytics, 125 yards after contact, 5.68 yards after contact per carry. Are you kidding me? Five missed tackles forced. And then he also faced an eight-man box at a rate of 68% on his carries. That was the highest among all running backs in the NFL. And then led running backs in rushing yards with 152, as I mentioned. And then led all running backs in rushing yards over expected at 56. This has turned into quite a maneuver for the San Francisco front office to get him a couple of weeks ahead of the NFL trade deadline last offseason because he's one of the best all-around playmakers in the NFL. More winners coming up. More losers coming up. First, though, I'm going to challenge the faithful down here in the comment section. Does this guy look familiar here to my right? That's Jerry Rice. I want to challenge you. Where did Jerry Rice go to college? Let me know down in the comment section. Let's see how many of you are right. And at some point on today's show, we're going to reveal that answer. Don't cheat or I'll call your ass out. Today's show is sponsored by Game Time. We're really elated here at Chat Sports, and I'm excited to welcome on at Game Time as a sponsor of the 49ers Report to see this channel grow to the point where we're at 87,000 subscribers. It wouldn't be possible without all of your support. And these new sponsors and great sponsors wouldn't support us if it wasn't for you making the 49ers Report one of the most watched Niners channels on YouTube. We're already the largest independently run Niners channel here on YouTube. And a lot of you out there are sports fans, right? This is the only ticket app that you should be using. And if you're looking for last minute tickets, we can allow you to save some money and get your hands on those to see the Niners see a music show, or even a comedy show. $20 off using the promo code NINERSCHAT. We're talking best seats at the lowest price guaranteed. They have these flash deals where they really specialize in offering you great price points as the event gets closer. The 49ers schedule, you can find tickets to road games and home games as well. You see the prices listed. What I also love is the user interface with this app. You can pay with Venmo, you can pay with your credit card, but you can also see where you're gonna sit and the vantage point from some of those seats. The section and the row is included. The Niners have their season opener, week three against the New York Giants at Levi Stadium. There are still tickets available. If you wanna sit section 405, row 23, you see how much it costs, less than $90 per ticket. For the Niners season opener on this app only, but you also get to see what the view is from where you sit. And like I said, promo code NINERSCHAT, promo code NINERSCHAT for you to save $20 off your purchase. We'll put that link in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. Another winner I want to talk about, let's go Brandon. Brandon Ayuk really turned a lot of heads in the Steel City and People are finally realizing just how special of a player B.A. is. Eight targets, eight catches. What that means is, for those of you who don't know, anytime Brock Purdy threw him the football, he caught it. Brock Purdy had a perfect passer rating when targeting Brandon Ayuk. 129 yards, two touchdowns, and both of those tutties came against Patrick Peterson after Peterson guaranteed that he was going to intercept Brock Purdy. How about them apples? Ayuk's PFF grades in week one. 
among all wide receivers. Number two in Pro Football Focus's wide receiver overall grade category, atop the list among all wide receivers in Pro Football Focus's wide receiving grade. Brandon Ayuk, he was awesome last year. Every year that he's been in the NFL, he's gotten better and better and better. And going into year four, the ascent continues for number 11. Also impressive in this game, let's give credit where credit is due. Charverius Ward had that early interception on Kenny Pickett. That led to some Niners points. I believe that he still continues to be underrated as a very solid cornerback at CB1. Jake Moody, perfect on all of his field goals after a very rocky and rough preseason. Three of three on those field goal opportunities, also perfect on his PATs. Fred Warner batted away that Kenny Pickett pass that went into the awaiting arms of Talanoa Hufanga. And Fred Warner, his presence over the middle of the field just makes quarterbacks quake in their boots. And then Hufanga laid the big hit on Pat Fryermuth to dislodge the football on that touchdown, made a couple of good plays against the run, a couple of good plays at that second and third level of the defense, and had that aforementioned interception. With that, it was kind of hard, not hard, but the Niners were so good against Pittsburgh where I'm thinking about putting this segment together, and I'm like, there are so many winners from this game because San Francisco is so good and so dominant. There aren't many losers, right? There are two that I want to talk about here, and both of them are on the right side of the offensive line. An area on this team in particular, the right side of the offensive line, that we've been talking about for months here on this show as the biggest concern on this football team. Colton McKivitz as the right tackle, Spencer Burford as the right guard. McKivitz got beat over and over again by T.J. Watt. Spencer Burford got beat and committed a couple of penalties. And for this Niners offensive line, you take a gander at the pressures allowed against what is a very, very good Steelers defensive line. Colton McKivitz gave up five pressures on 34 total snaps. Those are the numbers in the parentheses, by the way. Spencer Burford gave up four pressures on those 34 snaps. Jake Brendel with three. Trent Williams with two, and Aaron Beggs a clean sheet. No pressures allowed. So that's 9, 12, 15 total pressures for this Niners offensive line. Nine of those 15 came from the right side of this offensive line. Spencer Burford, right guard, and Colton McKivitz at right tackle. And we talked about this going into the game. It was one of the biggest matchups to look out for. T.J. Watt against Brock Purdy. Uh, against Colton McKivitz, and that allowed him to get to Brock Purdy, I should say. And T.J. Watt had himself a hell of a day. Three sacks, one tackle for loss, five quarterback hits, and a pro football focus grade of 94.4. Brock Purdy looks to be a very talented quarterback, and it looks as though Brock Purdy might end up being Kyle Shanahan's next Kirk Cousins, the guy that he believes can be the dude in running his offense. But Brock Purdy is not going to be able to stay upright if he's getting plastered and crushed and hit and annihilated by some of the best edge rushers in the National Football League if that right side of the offensive line cannot hold up in protection. And this just kind of crossed my mind, right? You look at this Niners schedule. And you look at some of the defensive linemen and edge rushers that they are going to face. Aaron Donald's going to be lined up against Spencer Burford. I can guarantee you that. You have to go up against Kayvon Thibodeau 
and Isaiah Simmons the following week in the New York Giants. Dallas Cowboys, you have Micah Parsons. Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett. Minnesota Vikings, Daniil Hunter. Bengals have a good defensive line. Trey Hendrickson, a very good player. Jaguars have a really good defensive line. The Buccaneers have some solid edge rushers. We know what Seattle can do always on the defensive side of the football. The Philadelphia Eagles have Hassan Reddick. You take on the Seahawks again. Cardinals again. Ravens have a good defense. Commanders, they have Chase Young and Montez Sweat, if they're able to ever stay healthy. And then the Rams again. You have to sure up the right side of this offensive line because if Brock Purdy gets injured, I don't have a lot of faith that Sam Darnold can win a lot of games if he has to be the long-term starter for this football team. So once again, you circle back to our earlier poll question today. If you didn't answer it then, make sure you answer it now. Your biggest winner and loser against the Pittsburgh Steelers is who? Drop me those names down below in the comments section. And here is the answer to that challenge and that question a little bit earlier. Where did Jerry Rice go to college? The answer, Mississippi Valley State University. Not a lot of people realized at the time that Jerry Rice was going to end up from Mississippi Valley State to Canton and become the GOAT of all wide receivers in the history of the NFL, but number 80 was damn special. All right, a lot of Super Chats coming in. Two for the money, one for the show. $5 donation. Does YouTube have restrictions on showing us Niners clips to break down the game? Yes. A lot of channels will get canceled because the NFL will snipe you if you try to monetize NFL restricted content. They want to own all of their own content. So if content creators show clips from the game, you're not able to monetize or they'll just take your channel down. And when we have a channel that's this big, this successful, this much of a moneymaker for the entire company, we don't want to run that risk. Now, I've done some film breakdowns in which we take a look at all 22 pictures and stuff like that with circles and marker images and all that stuff. But you got to be safe with that stuff, especially with the show this big. And it's a talk show at the end of the day. John Wallace. And if you look at a guy like Colin Cowherd, right? Like they only show Fox clips because he's on Fox Sports. So they have the rights to some of those games because those games aired on Fox. Hopefully that makes sense. Teams and Patrick Peterson now notice, and they better take notice, we're here again. San Francisco and a bang, bang, Niner gang. Gump Wolf with the $20 Super Chat. Victory Mondays are awesome. LFG, I'll tell you what, when I have to put together a Victory Monday show, it is so much better than having to go over a depressing loss. Now, it's fun sometimes to talk about a loss because as an analyst, I cover all 32 teams in the NFL. I have to keep tabs on every team across the league. So it's good to break things down. I like looking at trends and statistics to see how teams can get better, why they failed, why they won. But Victory Mondays, no doubt, are undefeated. If you want to get on the show, hashtag 49ers or Super Chat. We're up to $75 in donations, and today we have a new Super Chat special that we're going to continue to move forward with as long as we can get this thing filled up. Any Super Chats of $10 or more, you get to sign the hard hat. So everybody who sent in $10 or more, your initials going on the hard hat for today's show. Also, first-time Super Chatters also 
going on the hard hat today too. We've had a couple of first-time Super Chatters, including Winter is Coming and James Clayton. They both sent in five. They're going on the hard hat as well. So let me take a look here. John Wallace and Gump Wolf, the newest additions. You all get gold stickers. Thank you so much for the support. And if you want to send in a Super Chat, $10 or more, or first-time Super Chatters, you will go on the Niners hard hat because we're the type of crew, hard hat type of crew, right? Niners played so tough in Pittsburgh. They were really, really gritty. We're gritty here on the show as well, piggybacking off of what we had with the lunch pail throughout the preseason. So segment number one is in the books. Segment number two coming your way. And then we're going to do a mailbag. So if any of you have questions, start getting those questions in right now. Hashtag 49ers or Super Chat. We'll feature all of the Super Chats that came in. But also use hashtag 49ers and get those questions in right now to make producer Trizzy Trace's job a lot easier. So many comments come in, so he just has to filter through all of those. And coming up next on the show, Niners, Rams, Week 2 Preview. <laughs> yeah, we could do X's and O's like an old school video game. That's also kind of what we do, as I mentioned. All right, um, Kobeb, nice shirt, Chase. Thank you. True classic, sponsor of the show. All right, let's get to our Niners-Rams preview here. All of a sudden, with the Rams beating the Seahawks in week one, this becomes a really fascinating game on the week two slate. Let's preview it here on the show. Coming your way on today's San Francisco 49ers report, after the Los Angeles Rams did just beat the Seattle Seahawks on the road in Seattle, they dominated their division rival. That sets up a pretty massive game in the NFC West standings for week two between the San Francisco 49ers and those aforementioned Los Angeles Rams. So coming up on the show today, a week two preview. We will once again be back for a watch party for week two. Standalone game. It's going to be awesome. Our coverage begins an hour before kickoff, 3 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock for those of you on the West Coast. And can we beat our numbers from week one and that watch party against the Pittsburgh Steelers? The second most watch party in the history of this channel. An astounding 186,000 viewers tuned in throughout the afternoon on Sunday. Let's beat those numbers. Before we preview this game, let's hear from you down in the comment section. I want you to treat the comment section here on YouTube like a sports talk radio call-in line. Who are you going with? Get those predictions in. SF for the Niners, LAR for the Rams. So after week one, here's a look at the NFC West standings. San Francisco, 1-0 after beating the Pittsburgh Steelers, 30-7. Los Angeles Rams, 1-0 on the season. And after the Rams beat Seattle, Seattle drops to 0-1. I don't know how the Seahawks lost that bad to the Rams. And then the Cardinals lost to the Washington Commanders on the road to lose the first game of the Jonathan Gannon era. And because San Francisco looked so good after week one, my recap, I told you, Niners look like the most talented team in football. The odds makers agree with me, and maybe they just watch the show. San Francisco, best odds to win the Super Bowl in Las Vegas at 6-1. to one. What that means is you put $1 down, and if the Niners were to win, you get $6 back. Eagles right behind them on their heels at plus $6.50. Then a couple of AFC teams in the Chiefs and Bills. And the Dallas Cowboys at 11-1 to 1 odds. But we know once January and February comes around, they'll always throw up on themselves. 
Props to the Los Angeles Rams. In week one, they kicked the shit out of the Seattle Seahawks, and they punched them right in the teeth, winning that game 30-13. to And the Seahawks were not able to muster any points after halftime. And this is really, when I went back and watched the tape, how I thought the Los Angeles Rams won that game. Really good coaching job by Sean McVay, and the credit goes to him, but Matthew Stafford played really well. Looked as though the elbow is back at 100%. And even though the Rams were without Cooper Cup, Tutu Atwell went off and went over the century mark. A new name to look out for is one of their new wide receivers in Puka Nakawa. Uh, he went Nakua, he went to Baylor, and he surpassed the 100-yard mark as well. The Rams' offensive line, which has been a trouble, some area on that football team over the last couple of years, did not surrender a sack, and Aaron Donald looked great. He looked awesome. More on that, the Los Angeles Rams, we talk about some of those adjustments that Sean McVay made. He made some great adjustments at recess. The Rams went on a 23-0 run after halftime. Seattle had 12 second half yards. Let me say that again. Seattle had 12 second half yards in week one. The offense literally could not move the football or even move the chains at all, and the Rams' defense was really stout. As for what Stafford was able to do, completion percentage was really good at 63.2% against Seattle, 334 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, but a couple of young wide receivers really rose to the occasion. Tutu Atwell was drafted by this team a couple of years ago. Career game for him. Six catches, 119 yards. He's tiny, 5'9", 165 pounds. And if you hit him, he's going to feel it. But he's elusive and he's quick at 5'9", 165 pounds. He's a home run threat. We saw that in week one after what was kind of a mediocre rookie season for him. And it wasn't only Tutu Atwell who stepped up in the absence of Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua. 6'158". So he's a little bit bigger. He went to BYU, not Baylor. So I said Baylor a little bit earlier. BYU, different B school. F Chase, type it down in the comment section. Awful job by me. And how about his NFL debut? 10 catches, 119 yards, a long of 21. So he was just kind of that consistent go-to target who wasn't really explosive to a certain degree, but 10 catches, the usage rate really high for those 119 yards. And San Francisco, this is pretty telling here. They are on the road. I understand that SoFi Stadium is pretty much deemed as Levi Stadium South. The Rams crush Seattle in week one, and sometimes weird things happen in week one to start the NFL season. I don't expect Seattle to be that bad in 2023. In fact, I expect them to be a playoff team. But the line here is pretty telling. You had San Francisco dominant on the road against Pittsburgh. You had Los Angeles dominant on the road against Seattle. Yet San Francisco is more than a touchdown favorite in this game at minus eight. So the odds makers really like the Niners in this game. And they were more impressed with San Francisco dominating it than Los Angeles Rams dominating their first game. The over-under 44 and a half, so that's a look at that number, and Vegas was right on that week one over under 41 and a half for Niners Steelers. It only was at 37. If you hate the Los Angeles Rams, you know the motto, FLA, FLA, and if you don't want to type FLA, I understand that. We like to have fun here on the show. Don't be a Grinch, but you could type beat LA 
if you'd rather do that, if you think that suffices as well. More on this preview coming up here around the corner. First, though, today's show is sponsored by Game Time. If you're looking for last-minute tickets, download the Game Time app. Make sure you make a profile, and when you use the promo code NINERSCHAT, you get $20 off your purchase. That's the promo code NINERSCHAT, and you get $20 off your purchase. It really is the best ticket app in the game, best seats, lowest price guaranteed. Some of these last-minute flash deals are great. It's especially a great app to use as the game gets closer and closer because the prices do drop on the app. You can toggle this, too, in a really easy way for the user experience. You can take a look at the San Francisco 49ers' entire schedule, home and away games. You can pay with Venmo. You can pay with a debit, credit card, a couple of different payment options. What I also love about this app, and this is probably my favorite element of it, is that you can see where you want to sit in the stadium, the section and the row, but the vantage point and the price point from where you'll be sitting. So that's promo code NINERSCHAT. Redeem your code for $20 off. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code 49ERSCHAT for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So anytime there's a matchup between the Niners and the Los Angeles Rams, it's always a conversation to be had around Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay. You have Shanahan. He used to be McVay's boss back in the days when they were coaching for the Washington Redskins. And after sweeping the Rams last year, Kyle Shanahan is now 9-3 against Sean McVay. Sean McVay is 3-9 against Kyle Shanahan. That includes, I believe, eight straight regular season losses as well. We know what happened in the NFC Championship game two years ago. We'll never get over it. But with Sean McVay, let's talk about him here. This roster has been deemed to be a bad roster in 2023. A lot of people thought that with the Rams letting go of Bobby Wagner, trading away Jalen Ramsey, shedding a lot of salary, having so many rookies on that team, that they were going to try to tank for Caleb Williams, who's right down the road playing at USC, and they're going to get Caleb Williams if they secure that number one overall pick. But Sean McVay made some great adjustments against Pete Carroll. And Pete Carroll's a really good coach who also makes counter-adjustments. And that was a big takeaway from that week one game. I was very impressed with what Sean McVay was able to do as the Rams pitched that second half shutout. And what I think the Niners need to do to win this game against Los Angeles, I want to see Brock Purdy continue to play really well. He balled last year in the regular season. He played really strong ball in the playoffs. In the playoffs, even though he got off to a couple of slow starts, he was able to adjust along the way. If he continues to ball, disperse the football, then this Niners team becomes really difficult to stop. Because if you have a quarterback who can complete throws at all three levels, that opens up the run game. And speaking of the run game, I really like how balanced the Niners were against Pittsburgh. Some people thought Kyle Shanahan aired it out a little bit too much once the game was decided and the Niners were cruising to a victory. I could see where you're coming from. But when you have a balanced pass-rush attack, establishing the run then allows that play-action game to be a little bit more successful. Establishing the run keeps the defense on its heels. It wears them out as you're able to physically beat them up. But it just opens up the pass game as a whole. And then when you're able to chuck the ball all over the yard, like Brock Purdy was able to do in that week one game against Pittsburgh, you can run some of those RPOs. You can run some of those outside zones. You can run some of those draw plays.
because the defense starts to sit back a little bit, having to worry about Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle, and then you're able to get some space to run the football. Also want to see if the Niners' defense continue to swarm, and they're going to have to do that against Matthew Stafford. If Stafford has a lot of time, like he had against the Seattle Seahawks, he's going to be able to pick you apart, survey the field, and really play an efficient brand of football. And this is a Rams offensive line that did not give up any sacks in that first game against Seattle. So when Seattle is able to uh, not get a pass rush, their defense takes a hit. And when the Rams are able to pass protect, that gives Matthew Stafford kind of all day to do his thing. And then two more points that we could get to here. For the Rams... They had a tough time running the football against the Seahawks. I think they rushed for a team under 100 yards. We'll take a look at those numbers here. Yeah, so it was 85. So if you stop Matthew Stafford in the pass and you force the Rams to run, they're not the same team. If you can't stop the pass, they're comfortable, as we've seen with Matthew Stafford dropping back like 50, 60 times to chuck the pill. And with the emergence of these young wide receivers who are explosive, who are quick, who are twitchy, it gives Matthew Stafford some weapons. And that Rams offensive line, they've been bad the last couple of years. No sacks week one against the Seahawks. Head-to-head -head comparison for this game, given their week one results. You had the Niners passing for 220 yards, led by Brock Purdy. Matthew Stafford threw for 333. San Francisco able to run for 188 all led by Christian McCaffrey, who led all running backs and rushing yards in that game. Among all RBs in week one, you had the Rams only rushing offensively for 92 yards. So not 85, that was rushing yards allowed, as you can see on the screen as well. Pass yards allowed for San Francisco, 232, but a lot of those came in garbage time. Up until the two-minute drill, San Francisco's defense had only given up one yard against the Steelers. But the Rams only gave up. 112 passing yards. So I want to see that Rams pass defense get tested by Brock Purdy a little bit. San Francisco's rushing defense. A little bit of a concern in the preseason. Kyle Shanahan even said as much. Only surrendered 41 rushing yards, but the Rams also good against the run as they had an all-around stellar defensive performance giving up those 85 rushing yards. With that, we turn to this. Predict the score of this Week 2 game. Make sure you subscribe to the channel as well. Turn on those notifications because when we do go live, you'll be notified for our watch party. Appreciate y'all for watching. Predict the score. Thank you so much for watching today's show. All right, Christian Burton, send the lambs to the slaughterhouse. I think we have some good stuff cooked up for our week two watch party as far as props go. Last year, we had an actual lamb mask. Stay tuned for our watch party to see what comes up next. Get some lamb and cook it up. We might have to do that. Are you with me this week? I have no problem cooking some lamb. Sounds like a damn good idea. So I have a debt, like a tabletop griddle. I think we have to bring it in. I, I dig it. I think we should, I think it would be fun. Shit. We could just like keep it simmering right here. That'd be electric. <laughs> Bro, this would be the best smelling studio in it all of chat sports history. It would be. Put it on low and just keep it warm for the rest of the day. Tom Daly with the $10 Super Chat. Time for some rack of lamb. Niner gang. He said that twice. Tom Daly with two tens. Thanks, bro. Did it not go in the first time? If that's the case, I apologize. I can't do anything, unfortunately, 
Um, that's a YouTube thing, not an Irish report thing. But thank you so much for your donations. And you sent in 10, so Tom Daly gets a gold sticker, and he is going on the hard hat. Bilbo T. Baggins. <laughs> that's good stuff. Love your show. Purdy is a beast. Keep up the great work. Awesome stuff. The icon's pretty hilarious. Wanted for president in 2024. Let's go, Brandon. I'm talking about Brandon Ayut, right? Bilbo, T-Bag, and thanks for that. If anybody has sent in $5 today and you send in another 5 to get your total to 10 just type hard hat with that next $5 super chat, and we'll get you on the hard hat as well. But with one segment left to get to, we're going to be taking your questions. Use hashtag 49ers. Let's start putting some of our first stickers here on the Niners hard hat. And let's start decorating this thing. Because I think it's absolutely awesome. A couple of the real ones sending in those super chats of $10 or more. Or if you send in a first time super chat, you're also going on the hard hat today. And I'll model this for you here once we get all of these gold stickers on it. All right. Appreciate everybody for the support today. Inactive. Yeah, I saw Schefter tweet that DeMar Hamlin was going to be inactive for this game. Not much of a surprise. Three more here, and then we'll get to our mailbag. Ooh, John Wallace brings up a good point. Do it, Trizzy. Do the lamb with some red potatoes. Ooh. Sounds good. Maybe I got to just cook a spread for Trizzy and I. <laughs> hey, here's the You take care of the meat. I'll take care of the sides yeah, over here. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. And do, you know what we could do? We should get a Niners plate, and we could write people's names on it and be like, you're eating with us. It's not a bad point. Hey, bad if you point. guys want to feast with us. Yeah. People want to eat that lamb with us. Hey, hard hat, baby. Let's get it. Eat some lamb. <laughs> so hashtag 49ers for Super Chat. Last call to get those questions in for our mailbag. If you want to get featured on this hard hat as well, $10 or more on today's show. Or if you send in a first-time Super Chat of any value, because we appreciate all of the real ones here, you also get on the hard hat as well. The thought here, we're a hard-working type of crew. Hard hat, hard-working. Yo, Chase, what would it take for you to wear that hard hat during the mailbag? You know what? I would wear this hard hat for the mailbag if we got, I don't know. What do you think? So we're at 101 right now. Would, is, 50, is 50? What if we got to 200 in the next two minutes? 200, I, think that's, I think that's totally fair. 200 in the next two minutes? Let's do it. If we get to 200 in Super Chats over the next two minutes, I will wear this hard hat for our mailbag. And we'll get weird. If not, I'll take it off and we'll just answer your questions normal. We're only 99 away! 99 away from that number. Chris, what do you guys think we'll do with that $42 million in cap space? Yeah, so it's 41 and a half officially. It's the most in the NFL. And... There's a couple of things that the Niners could do. Front load the Nick Bosa deal. They could trade for some offensive line help, address another need. A lot of people, including me, talked about Brian Burns, and then Drake Jackson goes out there, and he has three sacks in his first game of his sophomore campaign. They could also just roll that money over 
so that they could pay Talanohu Fonga as well as Brandon Ayuk next offseason. Hufonga doesn't have that fifth-year option because he was a fifth-round pick. That only happens for a first-round pick. So Ayuk next year will have that fifth-year option. That'll be the final year of his rookie contract. Hufonga, though, will be entering the final year of his contract next year. So you save that money. You're able to keep a couple more of your cornerstone players, and they're really, really good cornerstone players. Christian Burton. What is an L3? You said to name me an L3. I'm just wondering. So an L3 in the TV business means lower third. So what that is, is this graphic on the lower third of the screen. So shout out to a real one, Christian Burton. That's what the lower third L3 is, Christian. We're educating you here. All right, 15 seconds left on that two-minute shot clock. We're up to 107 now. After that five, if we get to 200 in total, I'm rocking the hard hat for this mailbag. What were you saying? Shout out to a real one, Christian Burton. So there we go. All right, last call. Hashtag 49ers or Super Chat. A lot of great Super Chats have come in. A lot of great questions have come in. A lot of questions have come in without you using the hashtag 49ers. So if you want those questions answered, use that. And we'll answer your questions here on the show. This will be BetUS. Just use that matchup graphic. All right. Taking your questions right now. Let's get it. San Francisco. Check the rev. Last segment coming your way right now. Welcome into the San Francisco 49ers Report. Chase Sr. here with you as well as all of the faithful. And speaking of the faithful, on today's show, just want to answer a lot of your questions after the Niners are 1-0 going into this Week 2 game against the Los Angeles Rams. Mutt Flatulence getting us started with the $10 Super Chat. The haters are out in full force. Do you think that Brock Purdy is legit? Well, a lot of people thought that the Niners were going to lose this game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I said here on the show that I thought the Steelers were going to prove to be a tall test in Week 1. You have them being coached by a guy who always has his team ready to play in Mike Tomlin, and Pittsburgh clearly didn't look ready to play. I talked about Kenny Pickett making that next leap as a passer. He didn't look good in that game. But they do have a really good defense. They have a couple of good weapons. I think this is more so a byproduct of the Niners looking like one of the most talented teams in football as compared to Pittsburgh being awful. So San Francisco was dominant in that game, and they did shut the haters up who thought the Steelers were going to win that game. As for Brock Purdy, the sample size is still a little bit too small for me to say he's a top 10 quarterback in this league, right? But in some of those preseason polls where he's listed 25th to 32nd on some of those lists of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, that's just outright disrespectful. He throws the ball with touch, throws the ball with accuracy. He's a better athlete than a lot of people give him credit for. He has escapability. He has really good juice to his legs where he's actually pretty explosive. He's able to make guys miss. And because of that running ability, he can improvise. He can make plays out of structure. And he can really gut the defense because you think as though you have everything covered up defensively, but he's able to extend a play, make a throw downfield, and you're like, my gosh, all of these weapons and he's doing that. But even when he has to stay on script, he's running Kyle Shanahan's offense at a really impressive clip. Accurate, anticipation, 
stronger arm than what a lot of people thought. So, so far, so good. And now he's 8-0 in games that he has started and finished. And if we can go to that Adam Schefter tweet, this is actually pretty crazy with what Purdy's been able to do in his NFL career up to this point because he's actually making NFL history here. Rock Purdy, first quarterback in NFL history to win each of his first six career regular season starts and throw at least two touchdown passes in each start. Purdy also is the first quarterback in NFL history with a passer rating of 95 or higher in each of his first six career regular season starts. Does he deserve credit for that? Yes. Does Kyle Shanahan, the play caller and play designer, deserve credit? No doubt. Of course, Brock Purdy has weapons, but you also have to execute and you also have to get the ball on time and accurately to your playmakers. John Wallace with the $10 donation. Teams and Patrick Peterson now noticing they better take notice. We're here again, San Francisco, bang, bang, Niner gang. Everybody wanted to salivate over the Miami Dolphins. They couldn't stop a nosebleed week one against the Los Angeles Chargers. Were they impressive? Yes. Did Tua Tungavaloa throw for like 465 yards and did Tyreek Hill go off? No doubt. Let me ask you though, what happened when the San Francisco 49ers played the same Miami Dolphins team last year? They crushed them. And the Niners were actually down in that game before Brock Purdy replaced Jimmy Garoppolo and let a comeback effort. So if you can't play defense in this league, scoring points and lighting up the scoreboard in September is great. What happens in December, January, and February when the game slows down and the weather gets more inclement? We'll see. That's why I like the Niners all-around team as compared to the one-dimensional Miami Dolphins. Ronnie Steele with the $5 Super Chat. Thank you, sir, for that. We appreciate that. But Ronnie Steele also asked us a question as well that we can include with that Super Chat. Did the Cowboys look any different even though it was only one game than last year when we beat them twice? Well, they didn't. The Niners didn't beat the Cowboys twice last year. They beat them in back-to-back years in the NFL playoffs. But, Ronnie, did the Cowboys look any different? Their defense is legit, and they have studs at all three levels of that defense. They play fast. They play physical. But we saw the defense play really well against the Niners in the divisional round. But the Niners were able to outlast them. Really what it comes down to, can Dak Prescott win you a big game throwing the football? He missed three or four games last year with that thumb injury. Still led the league and interceptions thrown. And in a big spot, he's never been able to show up. I like C.D. Lamb. I like Brandon Cooks. But I like how this Niners defense stacks up against that Cowboys offense. And that's why I give credit to Brock Purdy for playing well against that Cowboys defense because he started that game rough. Then he made some adjustments and was able to finish that game strong. But the Cowboys, yes, they're legit. I think right now in the NFC, it's Niners 1 after week 1. I know it's early, but what my eyes tell me, and I am entitled to this opinion, Niners number 1, Eagles number 2, Cowboys number 3, Lions number 4. 16 Bar King with another 5 coming in. Do you think that Kyle Shanahan left Christian McCaffrey in a little bit too long? Yeah, I thought it was a little bit risky to be running Christian McCaffrey when you're up 30-7. to Take him out of the game. And let the backup running backs get some of that work. You know how special he is to your offense. And ever since the Christian McCaffrey trade, this is a Niners offense that's averaged more than 30 points per game. And once again yesterday, they averaged and scored 30 points per game. So a little bit too long for my liking, no doubt about it. you got to conserve these players for the long haul. But sometimes Shanahan is short-sighted in that. That is my criticism of him in that regard. Tom Daly with another 10. 
Time for some racks of lamb. Let's go Niner gang. Speaking of that game, I think it's pretty interesting here that the 49ers dominated the Steelers on the road in week one. The Los Angeles Rams dominated the Seattle Seahawks on the road in week one. Yet Vegas and the odds makers clearly are siding with San Francisco, not just by a little bit, in a big way. The Niners are eight-point favorites, more than touchdown favorites on the road against the Rams. So I think the odds makers think that the Rams are going to come back to life and San Francisco might win this game going away. If this line gets down to six and a half, seven, because I think some late money might come in in on Los Angeles, you might have to smash the Niners. I love San Francisco right before the game last week at minus one. Put a lot of money on that. I was victorious. The over-under set for 44 and a half. And if you want to wager on this game, there's no better deal out there than what BetUS has to offer our sportsbook partner here at Chat Sports. Chatsports.com slash 49bet. Promo code Niners125 for a 125% deposit bonus. You put in $100, you get $125 back, $225 to game with for all of these NFL slates. Lore, what is Trent Williams' injury from yesterday, and how can we clean up the penalties from yesterday's game? You know what's crazy, Lore, about the Niners' penalties? At home, they play clean. On the road, they do get flagged. Spencer Burford had a couple. Trent Williams had some type of like core injury, but he returned after missing only one play. So luckily, he is okay heading into this Week 2 game unless something else happens. Johnny Royal really wanted to see Ronnie Bell play on Sunday. He did get some snaps, but when you have Brandon Ayuk going off for more than 100 yards, Debo Samuel having a good game, George Kittle wasn't even really included all that much. You know, it's really difficult to get a guy like Ronnie Bell in there. I do want to see how many snaps he got against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I could try to pull this up really quickly if I have a good list here. Because I did see him in there on a play or two. Let me see here. I'll try to get that a little bit later. Um, let's see. I could try to look on the fly. I know this serves as bad radio here, but I'm trying to answer the question because you sent that in. Ronnie Bell, seven snaps against Pittsburgh. So he did play a little bit offensively. My dude, Evan Henders. Hope all is well, Evan. Niners look the lead on Sunday, but should they call James Robinson or Kareem Hunt? Because besides McCaffrey, the run game wasn't that good. The run game was actually pretty good. You know, the Niners ran for 185 yards. You have McCaffrey in there. And he's going to be your bell cow back. I like the backups on this team, though. Elijah Mitchell is capable, as we've seen when he's healthy. I like Jordan Mason, and I like Ty Davis-Price. I don't think you need to go after a James Robinson or a Kareem Hunt. I think there are reasons why those players are still out there, and I want to see the young players have an opportunity. Cole Bridges, Brock Purdy is the future Kubi one of this franchise. Ayuk looked like the true wide receiver one. Defense picked up right where they left off. LFG beat LA. Type beat LA down in the chat. For our guy, Cole Bridges here. For the Niners, look, it's too early to say that Brock Purdy is going to be QB1 in my estimation. I want to see maybe a season and a half. I mean, if San Francisco continues to play at this rate and they continue to average 30-plus points per game with Purdy as the starting quarterback, that's insane. And you have to start buying in. 
What my eyes tell me right now, I am so, so impressed by Purdy. And I think that he's playing excellent football, as I said, to start the show here. Um, Ayuk looked like a true wide receiver one. I was saying that last year. He's the best wide receiver on this team. Debo, more of a weapon. He's not the route runner. Doesn't have the hands. Isn't the true wide receiver that Brandon Ayuk is. He's special. But Ayuk, as a pure wide receiver, really, really special player. If you hate the Rams, type beat LA down in the chat. B-L-A. Beat L.A. I see Kovev, Christian Burton, Johnny Royal, Truth Serum, Tom Daly, all in the chat here. Beat L.A. That's the motto this week for the Niners. 